Most people aren't just willing to pick up the phone and make the call. Now, that wasn't me, by the way. I'm not saying that, although I, I think I have said that before. And that's not Anthony Inarino or one of my other friends in the sales training, sales mentoring business. That was Steve Jobs. That's what Steve Jobs said. Most people just aren't willing to pick up the phone and make the call and ask for help. Isn't that amazing? Hey, this is Dan Waldschmidt. You're listening to the Edgy Conversations podcast, radical help for people who want it. Each day, each week, it's insight is meant to guide you in your quest towards awesomeness. And yesterday, I'm working on this course. Uh, we're calling it a month of awesome. And uh, when people come to the site or you sign up for my newsletter, I'm going to give you one of these, uh, an amazingly free course. I'm going to charge for it down the road, but I think for the time being, I'm just going to, I'm going to give it away for free. And I was working on this lesson called asking for help. Now I suck at asking for help. It's in my nature to ask for help 17 years after I really needed it. So I'm just admitting it's a weakness for me. Part of this course, it's really neat. I can't wait to show it to you guys in person. It's coming. I promise you it's coming. But uh, the format is, you know, five or six paragraphs of of reading. So very light. You can read it in in, in literally three minutes. And then underneath that, there's two side-by-side items. One says take action. And and I want to challenge you, you know, grab a piece of paper. Let's do some things together so you can make some immediate progress. And then right next to it, I have extra credit. And this is where I'm really pushing you to go the extra mile. It's, it's another action item you can do, but it, it, it kind of it extends the take action step. We're going to, if I ask you to build a list of people who can help you, and then and maybe the extra credit is now look at that list and let's refine it down to the top 10 or something. So, and then underneath that, I have got these videos. I think what's really neat is a lot of courses are video first and you, you kind of never read anything. You just watch a video. And none of the videos are, are of me. So none of these videos are of me talking to you. Yet I've just found some of my favorite content across the web. And I'm, I'm kind of collating it around these amazing ideas that I'm teaching on. And I found this video from the Silicon Valley Historical Association. SVHA. By the way, did you even know that there was a Silicon Valley Historic Association? But they were interviewing Steve Jobs. And it's a three-minute clip. And I found it. And he talks inside the video clip about how when he was building, he was 12 years old, he was building this little, I guess you would call it a a computer. It was kind of uh, a little robot that was doing some repeating functionality. And he needed some help. And um, he called Mr. Hewlett, that's right, of Hewlett Packard, right, on the phone. And... You may wonder, well, how did he get the phone number? He said, I just looked it up in the white pages. And when I got the phone number, I called him and I said, hey, I'm a 12-year-old kid. My name's Steve Jobs, and I need some help tracking down some pieces. And, of course, Mr. Hewlett was kind of tickled, as you can imagine. And he was very kind, according to Steve Jobs. And he said, sure, I'd love to help you. And he had some pieces sent over to Mr. Jobs. And Steve says in this video, you know, most people are afraid to pick up the phone and ask for help. And even as, you know, Steve had a reputation for being kind of a curmudgeon. And uh, if you didn't, if you didn't kind of come off right, he could be surly. But there are many, many, many stories of people asking for help 
and him being very magnanimous with his time, with his talents, with his insights, uh, even sometimes with his money, although he was not as generous as you might, as you might imagine. His wife actually has gone on to be, to be quite generous, but I guess when you're, when you're worth upwards of $40, $50 billion, uh, how much do you actually really need, right? But again, I'm not jealous. I, you should make a, a countless amounts of money. And good, good for her and for him for, for earning it. So I don't want that to sound jealous. It's kind of a little off topic. But he says in his video, most people never ask, ask me for help. They're afraid to ask me for help. Wow, this just, it struck me like uh, uh, just that cold bucket of water in the, what was it, the ice bucket challenge? I actually never did that. had a couple of people challenge me to do it, and I think I just gave money because I figured everyone else was doing it. And so whenever I see other people doing things, I'm like, yeah, I can't, I can't follow that. I don't know. That's probably a, a sickness I need to go see a doctor about. But I just don't like being part of crowds. I, if everyone's doing it, I don't want to do it. But I thought that I just wanted to go back to the Steve Jobs video. I think it's striking. It's striking that here is this perhaps the greatest inventor since Thomas Edison saying, really, by extension, I would have helped you if you called me. Now, I think that's, uh, well, I take him at his word. Here's what I've learned. I've dealt with some really amazing people, people who I have no business reaching out to. I'm woefully inadequate for asking them for help. By any means, they should tell me to go pound sand somewhere. These people have been very generous and kind. I reached out to Seth Godin, for example, a few years ago. He was just coming out with a book. And I'd had some conversations about with Seth. One about when Ted first came out, we were launching TEDx uh, here in, our, in, our, in South Carolina. And I reached out to Seth about coming to speak. And the dates didn't work out right. And, and frankly, Seth was more about staying in New York City than, than, than traveling. But he was very gracious and we had a wonderful conversation. And what, what ultimately happened was we shot a four or five or six part video series together. And it was right around the time when Lynchpin came out. So it's been a, it's been a couple books now. And I just, I was blown away at how, how generous someone like uh, Seth Godin was. And I had similar experiences with, with Bob Berg. If you've ever interacted with Bob Berg, he wrote a huge bestseller called The Go-Giver. A huge bestseller. And you, you know what? You could call Bob right now and he'd wake up at 2 a.m. in the morning and he would say, Hey, I love you. And he's positive. How can I help you? One of the kindest gentlemen you'll ever meet. And he's a superstar. He's an incredible superstar. I think Keith Ferrazzi, another guy, never eat lunch alone. Amazing guy. Amazing guy. Wrote, who's written uh, some amazing books. The youngest CMO for Deloitte ever. Like he was 30-something, barely 30. And he was the chief marketing officer for, for Deloitte. And just an amazing, amazing, amazing individual. And, and by the way, these are just some people I'm pulling up top of mind. I'm not sharing with you, you know, powerful lawyers and celebrities. Um, I'm talking about guys like, you know, Ken Rutikowski, who, who uh, created a TV show called Business All-Stars. I mean, guys like this who 
are brilliant and are well-connected, and yet when you ask for help with kind of unadulterated zeal and earnestness, not nagging, not selfish, um, I don't even, you, you, know, you, you know what I'm saying, when you're, when you're just pushy and, 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 and you're kind of coming off like an asshole, but when you're earnest and, and, and zealous and eager and you just say, hey, could I get your help? You know, for instance, Ken Rudikowski, um, again, if you, if you haven't heard of Business Rockstars, um, you know, you just you got to go, you got you, you to check it out. This is an amazing, amazing series. And, and Ken has interviewed, I mean, everybody, I think from like the Dalai Lama to Bill Clinton. To, I mean, just he's the man. He's the man. I, in fact, he invited me on a show. I flew to Beverly Hills. Uh, it's been a year now. And I spent some time with, with Ken. And I was, one day I was thinking about like, how do I expand myself? What do I do to push myself to the next level? And so I thought, who do I know? Like, who do I really respect? Like, I'm, I'm not best buds with, but like, who do I respect that would give me honest? And I thought, well, Ken, Be, you know, Ken's a guy. Uh, he's brilliant. And he doesn't have any reason to lie to me, right? He's not going to sugarcoat or blow smoke at me. So I called Ken up out of the blue and just said, hey. And he said, hey, Dan, how are you, man? And we chatted for a couple seconds. And I said, listen, let, can I ask you a couple questions? And he was like, sure. And I just genuinely said, hey, I need to be, I need to expand my horizons. And what do you suggest? And he said to me, great question. Here are two organizations that are doing some groundbreaking things, not just around ph philanthropy. I think I pronounced it right. Philanthropy, giving money, being generous, but also around expanding the conversation around certain topics. And he gave me two large organizations, which I reached out to and, and, and subsequently have become a part of. And he was right. He, he, was, he was dead right. Great organizations, great people. And just being around them has, has, has allowed me to expand my thinking and become a better version of myself. Here's what's interesting. I'm nobody special. Um, for guys like Seth and Ken and Keith and Bob, what are they going to, they don't make a penny by taking my phone call. They don't. But these are the sort of people that are out there everywhere. Influential people, important people, awesome people who will take your phone call and help you. Now, let me share with you personal. I'm not putting myself on a pedestal, but I have been so influenced by people like this that I have attempted, attempted to try to do the exact same thing. Here's why I say attempted, because I'm not perfect and I know I make mistakes. But I answer all my email. If you, if you have somebody who sent me an email, you know I'll get right back to you. I attempt to answer all of my social interactions. Some days there are just so many that I know I get lost and I, or it takes me a day or two to get back to people. Uh, if you text me, my cell phone number is right on my emails and on the website. If you text me, I'll get back to you quickly. And some of you, some of you witty motherfuckers out there have called me on my cell phone. And I've picked it up and said, hey, and we've had some great conversations and we'll talk. And, and people have said, hey, can I run a business idea by you? Some people have said, hey, I've got, I'm looking for funding. What do you recommend? Other people have said, I'm struggling at my work. I had a girl yesterday email me and say, my best friend just committed suicide. Can we talk about it? And of course, the answer is yes, 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 yes. If you want change, if you want help, I want to help you. 
And, and, and not because I woke out of bed and said, look who I am, but I realized the impact on me, the impact on me when other amazing people took the time to just help me. I've got buddies like Anthony Anarino and Jill Conrath who are in the sales training side. Every stinking time I pick up the phone and call them and say, hey, I've got a question about sales or business. What do you think? They're just generous to answer. I called my buddy Townsend Wardlaw the other day. By the way, if you don't know Townsend Wardlaw, check him out. Amazing guy. He's one of these growth hackers. He's, he, he can take you know two people in a bucket and three sticks and a rubber band and turn it into like a multi-million dollar empire. Same as Miles Austin, another guy in the sales tech space who's well-connected. Another growth hacker, knows all the skills in the space. Give him three rubber bands and a bottle of Elmer's glue and he'll, you know, he'll walk away, away with a piece of technology that 14 million people are subscribed to or something like that. I can't tell you the number of times I've called these guys. I called, called Townsend earlier this week and just said, hey, I'm over my head. I'm building these new programs. Um, I'm pivoting my business away from dealing with really large businesses to helping everyday ordinary people who are committed to change and it's new and I'm scared and I don't know what to do. And you know what he said? He said, sure, let's look at it together. No big deal. Let's do it. And this is what I want to impress upon you. Man, you got to ask for help. You got to ask for help. And it, it, there's no special formula. I'm not going to give you a special sentence to say like, oh, here's a three-part process. Step one, introduce yourself. Step two, say what you want. Step three, be really earnest. Okay, I'm not going to give you a formula because then it seems fake. What I'm saying is don't waste time and energy making stupid mistakes. Be humble. This is about humility, people. This is about Dan Waldschmidt realizing that I have limits. And I got to tell you, I've got a lot of room for improvement and it's also about recognizing the goodness of those around you. There are people who help me and will bend over backwards, and I don't deserve any bit of it. But I am grateful. I'm really grateful. It's a lesson. It's a lesson for all of us because when things get tight and we get tough and, and we start thinking like, what's going to, you know, how am I going to, we start asking ourselves all these questions and we agonize and back ourselves into these corners and we forget that all around us, there are legions of people waiting to help and exhort and encourage and to benefit and to bless us along our journey towards success. Hey, this has been Dan Waldschmidt. If you, if you like this episode, you know, share it with a friend. Uh, ask for help, right? <laughs> tell them that you're interested in helping them. Uh, tell them that this podcast might be able to help them, right? Leave us some stars and some reviews. Go to danwaltschmidt.com to stay in, in lockstep with everything we're doing. We're building a Facebook group for all of us to hang out and talk. We're, we might be coming to your local town. We've got blogs. We've got Saturday stories. We've got this podcast. I'm working on a second book. We've got courses. We are obsessed with providing radical help for people who want it. If that's you, stick around, say hi. Boy, do we love you. Most importantly, don't do nothing.